Hi, Phrase. Hey, Paula. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I am. I'm good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, no, we are so excited to have you on the podcast. Like you are someone that has been requested for quite a lot. Like oh, we put wow. out stuff on socials and people always say, when are you going to get Praise on the podcast? <laughs> we fulfilled your wish. We've got Praise on the podcast today. <laughs> and I'm so excited to have you. So before we jump right in, um, what are three words that maybe the people closest to you, your friends, your family would describe you as? Oh man, coming straight out with the tough questions. Yeah. Um, right. I would probably say like gentle, <laughs> encouraging and um, hmm. gentle, encouraging and let's say strong. I don't know. Nice. I don't know. I would gentle, say that. encouraging, strong. I definitely hear encouraging. Yeah. Because we've been friends for a while and you are so encouraging to me, to <laughs> CHH. Like, yeah, encouraging, encourager. Yeah. The encourager is literally <laughs> a title I would definitely give you. Um, and so we're here today to talk about you as an artist, but also the fact that you do a lot around supporting artists and working with artists. And here at CHH, we are big fans of people that are artists and creatives but also people that are part of that music industry that are sometimes behind the scenes you know the music managers the music marketeers the people that do the playlisting etc so I don't want to start like giving and listing your titles because obviously artist pl- pl- uh, playlist curator and multiple other things but how would you describe what you do and who you are to someone who doesn't know you yeah so um I make music I sing and I write songs Um, And then also I create playlists for a platform called Amen Worldwide. um, And that basically exists to promote and to share uh, the music that's coming out of the Christian industry, um, mostly the independent artists, those who don't really get much of a look in or Mm. maybe their sound is a bit too different for for other places, but find a home at the Amen playlist. So that's kind of how we work and, and what I do. So, yeah. I love that. Um, we're big fans of Amen over here at CHH. I, even me personally, I've found some of my favourite artists through Amen, um, namely like Cass exactly. and like just other people like that back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, like the real fans, the real OGs, they remember know. it when it was good, the Good Christian Music, music blog. blog. Exactly. If you don't know that, you won't You're here. not a real one. No. You know, these are the OGs of the OGs. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been a fan for ages. And it's because of people like you and obviously like Stephen who have really made this industry like number one profitable that people can actually like make earnings from it number one number two that you don't need to know who who you know who you know that you can actually just put music out on youtube and you'll have a platform with a very big following actually support you and and give you encouragement and number three that you can connect with other like-minded creatives as well so i would just love to know like how that whole amen thing happened because obviously amen is huge um and you guys do a lot of a lot of amazing work how did you get involved in that yeah so it's definitely a god thing um and I know it's kind of the cliche thing to say (laughs) that isn't it but but it really is because I was just in the middle of doing my degree minding my own business um and it was just before the pandemic started Mm -hmm. and um I was in a place where I felt like the Lord was kind of telling me like I didn't I wasn't making music at the time wasn't releasing anything um but I was a big fan of like Christian indie music and um, yeah, I just felt like the Lord was saying to me that if it's something that you desire, then I want you to kind of learn how to almost like put your money where your mouth is. Like you say you support these artists, that you love these artists, but like, hey, why don't you reach out and encourage them? Why don't you 
in get involved in a Kickstarter, like things like that. And so I was like, okay, I'll try that. Um, and like, it's not like I was out here throwing money around or anything, <laughs> but like, take my money, take my money. <laughs> but yeah, like if I felt led, I was like, okay, let me go to that Kickstarter. Cause I do listen to this artist. Mm. Let me send a message just out of nowhere and encourage them. Not even ask for a follow back. It was just mm. like, Hey, mm-hmm. I really like your music. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, and Stephen was one of those people. Um, he w- wasn't releasing music as Saint at the time yet, but um, who's Stephen, by the way, for people who don't Stephen know? Stephen Bradley. He owns um, Amen Worldwide, which was the Good Christian Music blog, and he is also the artist Saint, um, which is S X X N T. So yeah, Saint is how you pronounce it. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I reached out to him just one day on Instagram and was just saying, "Hey, I really love the Good Christian Music blog. I love what you're doing. Like, I've found so many of my favorite artists. So thank you." Um, and just said that like. Is there any way I can support Patreon, whatever? Um, and then, yeah, we just started talking and he said to me like, oh, do you release music in artists? And I was like, no, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just chilling. He was like, fine. <laughs> so he followed me back on Instagram and that was huge for me because I was like, oh my goodness, like Good Christian Music Blogs following me. Um, and yeah, so I was just like minding my own business. Um, I was making my own playlists just for personal like enjoyment mm-hmm. um, because like I wanted a playlist for when I'm studying or revising something a bit chill and then something when I'm the gym like I don't like this up and down like oh, okay. one minute it's like woo, and then the next minute it's just too calm. chaotic listeners like me <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm a bit too like particular about how it goes and the progression of the playlist all of that. that so I was making my own stuff and I didn't know that he was watching my stories that he was seeing that and he was like oh okay um and asked me if I wanted to start curating playlists for amen um and I was just like okay sure so at first I was focusing on like the genre specific ones so that's like the rap heaven that's the gym and workout one because those are the ones I already had and so he's just like hey just transfer them across Um, but then it kind of moved on and then I kind of got involved with the rest of the playlist and then the main one that everyone knows like the good Christian music one that has quite the big following so um, yes that's the one you're trying to get onto your artist by the way (laughs) You're yeah. emailing in like, hey, can yeah. I, could you please listen to my song? Exactly. <laughs> that's the one you guys are trying to get on. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And it all came from you just like genuinely building a rapport. So out yeah. of, not out of like wanting something from Stephen. Like I'm trying to get my foot in the door. It was just like you were just being yeah. nice. Like, yeah, exactly. Wow. And then it progressed and it's been a couple of years now since then. Yeah. Um, and you've done some, you guys have done some amazing things with Amen. Um, at what point during this whole thing of you being a playlist curator, did you start making music yourself? Yeah. So even the whole making music part was again, a God thing. <laughs> it was in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and to get to that point first, I have to kind of like rewind. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so it all started in, I'm just in the beginning. Back in the beginning. <laughs> In the, yeah, in the, (laughs) oh my goodness, yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, um, in the beginning, like it just kind of started with, I had reached out to another artist, his name's Isaac Whedon, and he was making the Creative Experience podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just listening in just as a listener and like wanting to know more about artists, et cetera, et cetera. And like, again, I was just like so hyped about the podcast and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. Um, And at the time as well, I was just kind of making covers here and there, putting them on Mm. SoundCloud just for the fun of it Um, and using like my headphone mic to record my vocals. 
Um, and then Isaac reached out to me and said if I wanted to record vocals for one of his songs. And then I was just like, I don't have a microphone or anything. And he was like, I can make it work. And I was just like, are you human? (laughs) How are you going to make that work? Exactly. And it was just beyond me that like he would actually ask me to record vocals for a song. Um, And yeah, he did make it work and it didn't sound terrible. So it's like wonderful. (laughs) It sounded great. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, as a result, he was like, get a microphone, get it, like, get a door, like, learn how to use, um, like, how to, D-A-W. Okay. I don't know how other people pronounce it, but like, that's what what you, it's like your garage band, it's like your Ableton, your whatever's that you record on. um, Like the music program. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, he was like, learn how to use that and thank me later. And I was just like, sure. Um, So I got myself like my USB mic um, and I was using Audacity at the time. And, yeah, so then, like, I was started to record, like, my covers more seriously then. Mm. Um, and it was around that time that I got connected with Dala. So she had found me through um, my SoundCloud, which I was sharing on, like, the Discord platform that Jonathan Ogden had set up. Um, so we'd become friends through that. But it's really funny because she was sharing her music, like, regularly. And I was just looking at her from afar, like, wow, she's so cool. Like, I don't think I could talk to her. Maybe she's oh, just wow. going to think I'm a weirdo. And on the other side as well, she was telling me when we'd already released No Good Thing, yeah, we'd yeah. become friends. She was like, you know, I was actually quite scared to reach out to you. <laughs> so we were both just there, like, imagine if we yeah. didn't. Imagine like, you both let that. fear Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was Dala who reached out to me first and asked if we could work on a song together. Um, but both of us, we weren't expecting to release it, release it. It was just part of a, um, monthly project that was going on in that Discord community. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, we were basically given projects like, Hey, this is the verse or this is the, um, theme for the the month, like work on something and get on with oh, it. Oh, nice! Yeah, That's good. Uh, yeah. It was re- it was really cool. And um, me and Dala wrote no good thing for that because the wow. theme was like worshiping God together. It was just the beginning of the pandemic. Everyone's isolating, so it was like perfect. And at the same time as all of this, um, the artist Wild was also making the Solitude Project. Um, and again, so in my mind, I was thinking that it was going to be a similar project where it's like you just put it on a nice little website or it's on SoundCloud. It's cute. And then we keep it going. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was working on a song for that project, which was actually Rest in You. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many things going on at once. Like, follow me. No, we're following, we're following. <laughs> um, and then after that, um, so I'd finished No Good Thing. I'd finished Rest in You. And like I just shared No Good Thing with Stephen. Um, because you know that relationship was there at the time and he didn't know that I could sing like he knew that I was posting the covers but okay. didn't know that I could like sing, sing. sing. Okay. Um, and he was like this is you and I was like yeah it's me um, and then he was just like yeah we're going to post this on Good Christian Music Blog and he also asked me to record for Raise a Hallelujah because um, yes. he'd released it at the time and I was just like okay sure so mind you I'm in the middle of exam season like <laughs> I'm just I'm just living my best life like hey I'm using my mic I'm having fun um and yeah so at the same time as all of that there's so much going on like Stephen is now teaching me how to use Ableton because he's like you can't be using audacity on these streets so um don't let them catch you slipping exactly exactly so he's teaching me how to use Ableton and I came up with this little b idea um which was like the bare bones of they don't last Mm. um Wow. So you're basically writing multiple songs. All at once. All at once. Yes. Um, 
and in my mind not knowing where any of this is going mm. um and when I'd finished they don't last um Paul had come to me and said actually can we switch the songs so like rest in you it's finished it's done it's mastered do what you want with it but like to work on they don't last as part of the solitude project so I was like okay sure um and so yeah I finished that song I get it done and Yeah, so then all of the songs start releasing in their respective times and now it looks like I'm an artist. Yeah. So like God fully set me up. <laughs> a whole discography exactly. there and done. In, in the space of a few months. That's amazing. That is crazy. Oh, just the community and how the community was so supportive and mm. involved in the beginning the of you as an artist. Like, yeah. At what point did you actually start to feel like an artist? Like, wow, like I'm here, I've arrived. Like, you know, <laughs> if you go on Spotify, check out my name. I've got songs on there. Like at what point did you feel that? Um, it was a long journey to get to that point, to be honest. Um, and I think Dala mentioned it in like a previous interview that, um, like Stephen was kind of mentoring a, a group of artists and he said like his aim for the year was to get me to consider myself as an artist. <laughs> um, because I was like, I definitely felt like I just fell into it. Mm -hmm. Um, so. Which you kind of did, but I don't think that's a bad, a bad thing. thing yeah. yeah. But at the time I did think that I was like a lot of the imposter syndrome kind mm -hmm, of creeping mm -hmm. in. Um, but yeah, I think just as I started to reflect on like these songs are actually out there and people are actually listening to them and being blessed by them. Yeah. And like, I would go through my Spotify for artists and see like the personal playlists that people had made. And I'm seeing like, Oh, Leo's birthday and oh. like pre-church service and like oh, Leo's birthday. I know. Happy birthday to Happy Leo. Birthday. <laughs> I hope it was a good one. I hope it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm seeing stuff like that. And like, then it just kind of hit me like, wow, people are actually mm -hmm. listening to this and responding to it. And it was just really humbling, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, so I think it just kind of became very real mm -hmm. in that moment. And I'm like, okay, like it just became apparent to me that God had trusted me with this. And he was like, okay, I've put it in your hands now. What are you going to do? Start um, running. Yeah, so I had to. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, we're definitely going to go into the in individual songs and more about like the process of creating them and yep. what like inspired them. But before we do, just last thing on Amen. Yep. What's maybe one or two of your favorite things about being a part of that group of artists, creators, mm. and just like general Christian creatives? Yeah, I think what I've really enjoyed um, is like the response of the artists particularly because a lot of times my approach to playlisting yes I get submissions and I go through them all and I um, listen to them and you know put them into their respective playlists but a lot of the time I will go and look for artists myself mm -hmm. and especially the ones who haven't sent anything or they've just got like the 15 monthly listeners and I'm just like this is tr like this is actually illegal this is not <laughs> be okay your music is this good and your there's music only is good I know there's only like 15 people it's not right um so like these are the people that I'll make it my aim like I need to push them out there That's I need good. to like get people to listen to their music And um, yeah, just seeing like the response to that and how it helps these artists. And like, I'm just able to sit there like, huh, like I was able to help them with the platform that we have. Obviously, it's not me that gives the growth. It's the Lord. But mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. we have that platform. So we're going to use it. Um, so, yeah, I love that. And then like, obviously, working with Stephen has been amazing. Like, it's not just the clout of like oh yeah this is saying this is Stephen like this is like someone who's become like a genuine friend and brother That's so, so nice 
Yeah, yeah I've been, been a stan of Stephen for ages, especially because I lived in Sheffield. Oh, yeah. So as soon as I found out he was Sheffield based, I was like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I'm in Sheffield too. Um, oh. That's really nice to hear. Um, and actually, yeah, kind of linked to like the music and also Amen, you kind of spearheaded and really were involved, are involved in organising and just like, um, just being involved in the, collab- the collaboration for this collaborative album. Yep. Do you know what? I was going to like say some more, but just, just say as much as you. All I'll say is there's three songs out as at the time of filming. Yes. Um, more to come. More to come. What was the process of creating this album? Let us know. Yeah. So the album is called Songs for the People, but we're kind of releasing it more of a, like a mixtape rather than an album, just because there are so many different sounds and like all the different artists are doing their own thing, but it kind of comes together in a mm-hmm. cohesive project. Um but yeah, it kind of started again, everything in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> um, and I was at this point where like I'd gotten to know and connect with a lot of other female musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd become like really good friends with Dala, like me and Arne had met up in person. And like I'm speaking to Maddie, who is a um, graphic designer. Yeah, she did the cover art, right? Yes, she did. So like, I was like, I know all of these people, but they don't know each other. Like, let's throw everyone into a group chat and see what happens. (laughs) Um, So it started off on Instagram and then we maxed out the capacity. So we moved on to Discord. And so now we had this whole community of just female creatives um, from everywhere, like people who have been doing this for ages, people who just started. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm getting like Sarah Dewars on on a Zoom call and like, yeah, there's just like everybody part of this community and just talking to each other. And we first started off with a Zoom call and it's not even like, oh, for collab purposes. It was just, we're in a pandemic. Let's be friends. Like, how are come you guys? on. Exactly. Like, how are you really? You good? Yeah. <laughs> How's your mom? You holding up? <laughs> like, yeah. You need exactly. that yeah, yeah, true. Um, so yeah, it started off that way. We were just like on a Zoom call having the best time. Um, and I posted like a picture on my story, just that everyone had been talking and like we were just having a great time. And Steven saw that and he was like, that's actually really cool. Like you should utilize the fact that that community is there. Um, and he said like, hey, I'm going to give you like the full reins to make a project and put it through. Amen. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, yes, exactly. You said yes. I did. I really did. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he was just like, do what you want to do and just come to me for like the kind of overall advice or, Mm. um, any help that you need and yeah, we'll get it done. And so I'd created this project songs for the people. Cause I was like, I wanted to create a project that is focused on the church that is focused Mm -hmm. on the people who were listening. Um, so there are different themes on there. There's like, and it's all kind of coming from the Bible, you know, when it says rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. So we've got songs on on those. Um, we were in the middle of like the whole Black Lives Matter movement and everything. And so we really wanted to speak on on justice and how we can properly desire that, but still remember our place as children of God and um, also our mandate to seek and desire justice, but in a way that still is reflective of being a child of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the songs, like, because I recognize that there are other artists who are also mothers and their wives. And so I wanted to have a song, like, by the mothers who are kind of speaking to the children. Um, and, like, that's a gift that we that we have. Um, so I was like, yeah, I want to utilize that as well. Um, so, yeah, I then decided that, like, I 
shared the project with the Discord group and um, people were volunteering like, yeah, I want to be involved, I want to be involved. So at first I was just going to let like anybody do whatever they wanted to do. But then I thought it might get to the point where it's like, oh, I want to work with this artist. And then like people are kind of left out or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I said, Especially when someone is an established yeah. artist. And, so. and, it, and it makes sense because why would you not want to, you know? Um, so I said, OK, right. I will try and find a way of like pairing artists up, mm-hmm. those who have a bigger platform, those who are on the come up and all of that kind of thing. And then, you know, create community from that as well. People can learn from each other. They can write together. Um, and like, that's exactly what happened. So like, it was literally my dream come true when I'm seeing people meeting up for coffee outside yeah. of, yeah, outside of the Discord and I'm seeing these selfies and I'm just like, wow, how amazing is that? Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the bare bones of how the project came together. And it's all female led, like the producers are female, the writers are female, the singers are female. Maddie, who did the um, artwork, obviously being a woman, um, the only the only guy in the project is Spencer. <laughs> he did the mixing and mastering. Um, but he did, good. he did a good job. Thank yeah. you, Spencer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. And it was, it's not like a whole kind of feminist, like, oh, we run the world. Like none of that. <laughs> because my whole story is like, I got here because of brothers who got involved. Yeah, and exactly. so it's not even anything like that. But it was more, we want to share like our story and share our voice mm-hmm. um, and serve in that way together. And especially with women, sometimes you can find a lot of competition, a lot of backbiting, all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, let's do something different and show that, yeah, in the body of Christ as well, it is possible for women to actually lift each other up and, and support united. each other. Yeah. So that was that was kind of what I really wanted to do with the project. And yeah, it's been amazing seeing how people are responding to it so far. That's so beautiful. I've really enjoyed it so far. And I think the reason why... Um, we were so excited and passionate about it is because it's essentially the vision of CHH. Like, yeah. like you said, it's not a division thing of like, oh, say no to men or whatever. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's no. not all that. <laughs> but it's just encouraging women in music, in yeah. ministry, essentially, just to give them kind of the tools they need to continue going because you tend to see a man start in the industry and just grow in it and yeah. progress and mm. do well and flourish. You say a woman start in it and do put one song out and then ghost, yeah. you know? And it's not always... Sometimes, you know, the Lord says, mm, you know, step back. Yeah. But sometimes it's like... Uh, lack of resources not knowing who to network with yeah. you know just things in life overcome like overcoming them so even talking about like um having like mothers talking about mothers and stuff like the amazing um erica is yeah. the one who made our jingle yes. like and she's a mum. she's amazing like, it's just so great to see that demonstrated so that i know that when it's my time like i don't have to like stop everything yeah. I do of course you know it would be with in a wisdom, different way of course. and with wisdom obviously yeah I can't be neglecting your kids for yeah because I'm like, like sorry my, my album's at number one <laughs> like I can't do that but just seeing someone actively still able to walk in their their calling and their ministry and I think this album demonstrates that just having female producers on there female mm. writers like yeah is beautiful and it's so encouraging and I don't think it's an album that only women can enjoy mm, um, and the three songs that have been out it's not only women that are enjoying it yeah. um, even just to speak about your song um, Justice um, you mentioned that it was around the time um, with a lot of like racial um, issues in the UK in the States all around the world um, how did you write that song um, with your like the people you collabed with and why did you think it was the right time to release that one as opposed to another song in in of the nine Mm. so yeah like writing that song with Trula was just kind of 
an amazing experience because she's a phenomenal songwriter and vocalist and just everything. Um, but yeah, at the time, we just the first thing we did was just get to have, get together to have a Zoom call just to talk things over, get to know each other a bit more. Um, and like the conclusion that we both came to is that we were just very heavy about it all mm. and just very numb because we didn't know how to react. Like um, social media is just so loud. And um, obviously we were both angered by everything that's going on, but we were also like, but we also know that as believers, this is not a place for like division in the sense of um, like, I don't know, rejecting people and, and pushing them aside. It's like, no, we can educate each other. No, we can do more together rather mm -hmm. than like at each other's throats. Um, and we also came to the conclusion, like knowing in the word of God that, you know, God speaks a lot about justice and we need to be hearing what he's saying. And God is not a God that sees evil and turns his face away. Like mm -hmm. he sees it and he's like, no, I'm going to act. And his way of responding to things, his way of doing things is sometimes different to how we would want to do it. His ways are not our ways. Exactly. Um, and, but I can be confident in the fact that God sees this. He hears the cries of his people. He wants justice mm. more than I do. More than we like do. he is holy. He wants justice. He wants what is right. Um, and then at the same time, we were just kind of grappling with, yeah, our desire for you know, we want to see justice. We need to see justice. Like imagine if it was turned on us, like the things that we're saying, like the expectations we're putting on other people, if that was put on us, like how would we cope mm -hmm. if God was now to call us to question, like how are we going to stand? Um, so then it was just a perfect way to weave in the gospel into that song as well. So it was just a very heavy and somber kind of song um, that we wanted to release and it's the kind that you just need to sit and think and like meditate in it under the lyrics exactly um, and we had Ore from South Africa who produced the track as well and Kumi she was like the last addition to the song but it was just like we need strings on here yeah let's get strings um, so she did a phenomenal job just kind of adding that emotion and um, yeah just her own spin on things as well so it, it it all kind of came together just cohesively and um, yeah, like I'm really happy with how it turned out and the response it's been having as well. Like it didn't get onto any like editorial playlists and stuff, but I mean, people have been sharing it widely. Organically. And, yeah. And that's just been really encouraging as well. So that's amazing. Oh, that's so encouraging. Um, it's so interesting to hear that you be you being an artist has been so recent, essentially. Yeah. Like literally, mostly during a global pandemic. Um, yeah. As as with a lot of artists, I think a lot of people really found that creativity, and um, I think with the quietness of the of COVID and the mm -hmm. pandemic you suddenly heard God really loudly and yeah. it was like, yeah, it's time to act. And I think it's really beautiful to enjoy the the, the music that's come out from those last two years, last two, three years. Mm. Um, I suppose my question is in regards to you spend two slash three years like at home recording or, you know, or in studios or whatever, but like developing that skill in terms of producing and working on like audio equipment and yeah. and working on your songwriting like by yourself or over zoom calls with friends now we're kind of in a post kind of I don't know mm. post COVID sort world of, something sort like of. that something <laughs> like that. we'll see anyway <laughs> let me speak positively yeah. yes <laughs> but we're in this post COVID world where we're back out you know we outside and everything mm. 
And, you know, I have, I've had the privilege of actually seeing you live, like perform, you know, at the Gospel Graduation Refresh Night. And yes. it was beautiful. It was amazing to see you singing and people doing your ad-libs. Yeah. That was people <laughs> singing back to you. That was too much for me. Phenomenal. Like <laughs> with the guitar, everything. It was amazing. Um, and you were really, really great. And I think that was one of your first. It um, was the first. Oh, it was the, the first. first. Okay. <laughs> it was the first live yeah. performance. Um, I suppose my question to you is comparing that and more to come to like, you know, just watching people on their stories post your song or people putting covers on Instagram. Mm. Not that watching is better for you, but do you think you're more of a live performer or do you think you're more of a, yeah, enjoy my vibes at home type thing? <laughs> um, I feel like there's a bit of both in there. There has to be, isn't it? Like um, I enjoy the process of just kind of working behind the scenes, learning and like pestering my friends like what what gear do I need like how do I how do I grow exactly um so I'm grateful that I have access to all of that um but I am also grateful for the opportunity that I had recently gospel hydration to um actually sing these songs and in front of people who also knew the songs like he was saying like it was just it was beyond me to be honest I was just there like seeing people in the front row and in the back (laughs) and I'm like how do you know this (laughs) um and yeah I think For me, it was more I needed to like get out of my comfort zone because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am very much like happy being behind the scenes, just chilling. Like I want people to to see that I am accessible and like I guess singing live gives that Mm -hmm. um, that you can speak to people, that you can um, kind of hear their stories and and things like that. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm not really a fan of the whole celebrity lifestyle I don't I, I don't consider myself one and I don't really want to be one <laughs> so um yeah it's just nice seeing people in person um and yeah I I just enjoy the environment of being with other people so I want to do more of that mm-hmm. um just haven't figured out how to do that yet <laughs> it's on the way it's definitely on yes. the way um even continuing on that point what advice what advice would you give to up-and-coming artists who maybe have started in that two-year period of covid and are now actually like having to do the other side of being an artist in terms of going to events and meeting the people that are listening to their music um even just like um the marketing of like getting themselves to these events and things like that like what advice would you are you finding that you're living right now that you Mm. could think could encourage someone who's up and coming yeah I think the first thing is to recognize that everyone's journey is different Um, to not kind of see someone else like your favorite artist and think like, yeah, it's going to be like that because it it, sometimes it's really not. Mm -hmm. And everyone's journey is is very different. Like some people, they've been making music for years and then out of nowhere, there's just that one song that blows blows. up (laughs) and then it's like, oh, you had all of this as well. No way. And it's just like, I've been here. But um, yeah, and then there are other people, it's like just the first one and boom, it's out. Um, And in a lot of ways, that's kind of how I felt with how like my journey started. And I'm very fortunate for that. Um, Just like God connecting me with all of these people that kind of shared the music like Mm -hmm. very widely. And so I'm kind of starting this from a place of... um, almost like it wasn't really my effort like at all like God kind of put it out there um but because of that and I recognized I'm here because there were people that encouraged that shared it that put it out there it's almost like I have to pay it forward I have to do the same thing um so yeah I guess for those artists that are still learning still growing like 
you know, how do I get my music out there? I think keep the main thing the main thing Mm -hmm. and like know why you're doing this, who you're doing it for. Because if you're just thinking of trying to get there, like you're going to get lost, you're going to get distracted, you're going to take shortcuts and all of that. And it's really not necessary. Um, And especially when like, it's now easier than ever, to be honest, like the platforms are there, like Amen is here, Gospel Hydration is here, Blessed is here, CHH is here. Like we're here for the artists, Mm -hmm. you know, so reach out, ask questions, submit your music. And like, you don't even have to go to the whole submit hub and like start paying or like pay for play. Like you don't have to do that. You, you do really that. don't. Yeah. Um, Just make good enough music that we want to playlist it. That's it. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Um, and be nice and approachable. That's another thing. As well, yeah. Yeah. The entitlement. <laughs> it, yes. Let's, let's speak on it actually, because sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's speak on it. Yeah. So with CHH, obviously we specifically work with women and we will occasionally, very often Mm. get um, emails from men, from male artists, even from artists that aren't Christian, um, which is always a weird one. Cause I'm like, you definitely know we're Christians, right? Yeah. Um, And, and, and their music wouldn't even like, if it was like, okay, cool. Inspirational. Okay, fine. We can kind of like close our eyes. Yeah. Some of these songs have the little E on, on, on Netflix, um, on Spotify. And we're like, why are you even emailing us? Like, why are we on your press list? Remove us. Anyway. So we get these emails often and sometimes they're very just like, oh, hey, listen to my song, put it Mm. on your playlist. And I think there is a approachability. There is a friendliness that has obviously been a, played a big part in your career and loads of other artists careers where they've just been nice people. So people want to help them. Yeah. It goes a long way, guys. It It really really does. does. And do you guys experience that where you get the same kind of entitlement where people say, oh, I've emailed you, so playlist my song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like Stephen had to teach me these kind of things quite early on. He was just like, yeah, like don't, don't, don't follow this. Like, don't take it too personally. Don't like, you have to learn how to be a little bit like not thick skinned, but almost just like have that boundary in place. Cause people will try and take advantage. People will try and like guilt trip you into, and it's just like, it's not necessary. So, um, yeah, I have the odd, like, Hey, here's my song. Like you can find it in this place. Like not even a link, not even a, it was don't just like, that. go, go search for it somewhere there. And it's, just, yeah, please don't. Or it's like, I get that sometimes people might get scared. Like if they use the form in my bio, they think it doesn't send. So they send the form, they send the email and send the DM. And I'm just like that. I, I can let it slide. Cause I, I get what you're trying to, I get that. You just want to make sure that it's there, but trust me, like it gets, it gets to my inbox. So don't worry. <laughs> I don't need it three times. No. Um, but yeah, there are things like that. Um, and it's just, I guess these are the things I learned from like the creative experience podcast that like Isaac was talking about. So, you know, things like this, I kind of learned before I entered the scene. So there are people who are kind of learning as they're going. So it's important for us as well as like having these platforms to like be patient and then also educate like we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, and encourage them. Yeah. yeah the, there is a right way and there's also a wrong way. And the right way is just to like make your music, share it and like also just say thank you to people, you know, mm-hmm. thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. If they do playlist you, thank you for doing that. Like build that connection, that relationship with people. Like there are artists now where it's like, you don't have to email me. Like you're on my release radar. If, it, if it's out, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there are people like that. And um, it's not because I'm showing favoritism or anything like that. It's like, no, this artist is doing their work. They've made that connection. And it's like, yeah, of course we want to support you. Of course we want to put your music out there. So, um, yeah, it's learning that it's a community and Mm -hmm. 
um, as well. We're not like the godfathers of the like. We're we're not like the key to your success. It's it's the Lord basically. So if we say no, like just take it on the chin and and keep it moving. It's yeah. not like your career is over <laughs> or that the Lord hasn't called you. No, maybe it's just that it doesn't fit on this platform. And a lot yeah. of times, like people will send me stuff and I'm like, it doesn't fit here, but hey, Paula, do you want yeah, this? Yeah, you're really good for that. I send it to Robert. Like, um, yeah, I saw recently. So recently. He does the exact same thing to us, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, great. like we're, we're, a whole, we're a team yeah, here. Like we're working we together. Are. So um, yeah, we're yeah. on the same side. This is exactly. the thing as well. Like this whole, like, I mean, we've never experienced it because we're, we like are quite, um, not that we're new, but we're still like growing and we're also stuff. very niche. Yeah. So we've not really experienced it, but I've always thought that the bigger ones yeah. probably had some kind of, not even like intentionally, but it may come across as, oh, like I've sent it to Amen, so I can't send it to Gospel Hydration. I've sent yeah. it to Gospel Hydration, can't send it to Bless. And I've worked with, like I've not worked closely with Stephen, but I've worked with Bless and I've worked, yeah. I work with Gospel Hydration quite often. And mm. there is nothing like that. Like that's no. not a real thing. Yeah. I think it's a thing I invented <laughs> when I wasn't really like involved in the scene because yeah. I thought, oh, like I can't be talking to, th-. like I've done interviews on Blessed. Yeah. I do a, um, a music night with Gospel Hydration mm. and we work with Amen, with CHH. Yeah. And I genuinely love all of these relationships and we and we love so recently you have to mention yes, Robert's amazing we he had is, a call with him he's great <laughs> he's great and so we're able to work with all these people because we all have parts to play in this yeah. scene and it's really encouraging when you send us stuff and we send you stuff and mm. it's just yeah it's, it's such a blessing um yeah even just speaking on like amen and the, the relationships you've built just backtracking something you mentioned earlier where um, you were able to just lend your vocals, well, not lend your vocals, but collab with certain artists, especially those that are more like producers, yeah, um, that create instrumentals and produce those music, that music. Um, but one of your like best performing songs, like it would have been a mistake to have you on the podcast. <laughs> a big error is to have you on the podcast. <laughs> Such a Nigerian thing. It is. <laughs> a big error wow. to have you on the podcast um, and to not talk about this song. Do you know what song I'm about to say? Raise Hallelujah second song what be funny what be funny okay. <laughs> yeah i definitely have to speak about this song it's definitely at the top of your spotify and is a song that maybe quite a few people will know you from um it's a beautiful song and it's still kind of in that vein of collaboration um what a beautiful name what's yeah. a beautiful name yes <laughs> can you tell us how this song came about and what it means to you yeah um so funny story like when i'd finished recording the vocals for raise a hallelujah like steve sent me steve i call steve <laughs> steven i just it feels weird calling him steve but steven he sent me um when i'd finished doing all of my vocals and sent it to him he was like oh now you're gonna have to do what a beautiful name and I thought he was joking so I was like ah funny, funny. yeah and then I just see like the instrumental come my way and he's like yeah do what you want and and let me know when you're done and I was just like oh okay so we are doing this um and I recorded my vocals and I played it to my mum uh, and you know that if you make music makers out there your parents are the ones to to tell you the truth, right? So yeah. <laughs> I, I shared the, the first mix with my mum and she was in the middle of doing the dishes and she was just like very quiet. So I was like, oh, maybe maybe she's not really hearing it because, you know, the plates are clashing. Put the volume like, louder. Yeah, so I put it louder, kind of moved it closer to her and she got to the end and she was like, no, this isn't, this isn't the one. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, 
I wasn't expecting the story. I thought it was like she was so deep in their worship. And no, no. Okay. She was like, this isn't the one. So I was like, okay. Um, and me and Stephen also were just like very stuck. We were like, this isn't working the way we expected it to work. I think because of such the like success from Raise a Hallelujah, I guess I had a bit of that pressure as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to top it. But at the same time, like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. So we spent like months just sitting on it, not doing anything. And then out of nowhere, I was just like, now I have inspiration for it. And Stephen as well had inspiration. I think um, different elements of the song, like he changed a bit and uh, it's not, it's sax on that, not trumpet, but like he removed mm-hmm. the, some of the parts and all of that. Um, and yeah, so I started recording my vocal parts and I had the idea for like the wonderful name. What a wonderful name. And like, Making it a little bit jazzy. Yeah. So um, all of those different vocal layers came in and um yeah then it was just like smooth sailing from there and I had the idea and I was done and like Stephen was like yeah this is great um because our original plan was like for me to sing vocals and then a guy on the song as well to sing like the lower parts the lower harmonies um but then Stephen was like nah you're gonna take the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) and you were like I can do it range (laughs) range well it's not really range like he pitched everything down that's why but yeah the the harmonies especially like the end like the death could not hold you the three parts that was me um but everything else like where it's really low like the octave lower that's 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 just pitched down um so yeah it was very kind of naturally put together at that point And recording it as well was like, I don't know, I just kind of feel like when it comes to making songs um, and the time at which I record it, everything is always like, um, I'm always learning at that time. So God is always teaching me something, even down to when I'm recording it. So like, you should have seen me in my room, like I'm recording this. I'm, I'm not just like wonderful name, like I'm, I'm really like <laughs> wonderful name. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm dancing, I'm just like feeling it, like oh, God is teaching me stuff nice. through the lyrics even. Um, and so, yeah, like the whole process of putting the song together is always something that it's always it's always a labor of love. So when the song oh, comes nice. out, I'm like, yeah, I did my best on this. And also um, like this is me giving a part of myself into mm. this song. Um, yeah, so it was just a really beautiful process. And then when it came out, like we knew we were happy with it and we knew it was going to be good, but I wasn't quite respecting, uh, expecting the boom that it the had. response, yeah. Yeah, especially with the rise of TikTok, like people using it in their reels, like as yeah, well. It was the perfect timing, I think, because it worked so well for like, you know, that lifestyle content where you yes, just need something. Yes, it was something. always the lifestyle ones. And it would be like, get ready with me. It's always doing makeup and it'd be like, wonderful. Yeah. The vlogs, people Literally. going off to Milan and I'm just like, great, have a nice time. You yeah. know, having coffee with friends. Yeah. yeah, it's really, it's been a perfect. Is that the song that I saw a, like uh, a British Sign Language cover? Is it that song? Yes. When I saw that also, last she's week, a I cried. I had no idea. She my church. Yeah, no she's way. lovely. She's amazing. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Like I saw that and I, I was on the brink of tears. I was just like, I've, wow. It was just beyond me because obviously like, I don't know. I'm still feeling like with the church and how we do things like dealing with sign language and learning how to properly accommodate to disabilities and stuff. It's still something that not quite there mm. yet. So like seeing something like that was just mind blowing and just amazing. So 
Yeah, especially yeah. I think with the pandemic, I think that forced us to, because a lot of people with like chronic pain, chronic disabilities aren't in service every Sunday. Yeah. And now for the first time, we're all not in service every Sunday. Yeah. And so we started having to think, how do we accommodate for people that this is their life all the time, not mm. just a couple of years during, pandem- uh, during the pandemic. And so, yeah, seeing stuff like a whole cover yeah. in British Sign Language was absolutely Huge. stunning. Yeah. Like amazing like she actually sings in our worship team so it was really she loves music so it's really beautiful to see um that be released and I think that was not just for me but hopefully for you a demonstration of like this song is really reaching people Mm. um and really blessing people as well there's honestly so many songs that I could bring up but I think um just because you mentioned the solitude project yeah and I believe this song correct me if I'm wrong take my hand was that part of that project? No. It was Rest in You. Rest that was in supposed you. to be. Okay. But then Paul was like, just release, just release it if it. you want. Okay. Yeah, because it's done. I was going to talk about Take My Hand. So you could talk you about You wanted to talk about yes, Take My Hand. Yeah. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll swing back. <laughs> we'll swing back. We'll circle back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wanted to chime in on. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back. It's just. <laughs> We're having too much fun. We're I'm sorry. Too much fun. I love it. But yeah, Take My Hand. Yeah. Um, that song as well is just kind of came out of like my own personal quiet time with God. Um, and I didn't have any plans to release a song, to be honest. It was just, I was kind of journaling as you do and praying to God. And I was just saying about how, um, like I was just going through a tough time emotionally, mentally, just so drained and didn't really know how to respond to life in general. Mm. Um, and I just remember saying to God, like I, in typical Christianese, like I really wished that the storm would be over. Um, and like, I was kind of praying, but also like talking myself out of where I was mm-hmm. and, you know, like kind of remembering the faithfulness of God. And then like the scripture kind of came to mind of, uh, Jesus walking on the water. And I, I'd, I'd learned that, you know, there were, it was two separate accounts, one where he's walking on the water, one where he's in the boat and another when he's like coming alongside them and gets in the boat and all of that. So, um, yeah, I just kind of remember praying, like sometimes you walk on the waves and you call us to, to walk on the waves with you. And other times you're in the boat and you just kind of calm the storm. So I was like in a place where it must've been that God is wanting me to walk on these waves. Um, so then when that when I said that, I was just like, oh, okay. And started writing down. Better <laughs> like that sound. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like the chorus kind of came from from there. Um, and I was working on this song. And bearing in mind, I'm not really totally great on guitar yet. So I'm just kind of figuring things out. And I guess the cool thing is because I can just play whatever and not know what chord it is. And I could be breaking rules, but it doesn't matter because it sounds it good. It sounds good. <laughs> so yeah. Who's going to stop you? Exactly. So I just put the capo and like one of these frets and I was like, okay, let's start playing. Um, and came up with the chord progression and yeah, just came up with something very simple. And my friend Charity, who lives in the US, who we became friends before I released music, before she released music. It was just, again, like... So there was a competition that Montel Fish did like back in the day. <laughs> um, it was like a Lord's Child competition thing. And it was like, here are the instrumentals, like record something. Mm. Um, so I did that and it got shared on like his page and the Lord's Child page. And so she followed me from there. Um, so we became friends because she has an incredible voice, like just impeccable. Um, and so, yeah, I sent the song to her and I was like, I would really love you to sing on this. And she was like, yeah, of course. 
Um, so we recorded that and she came up with the second verse. And so now we have this full song and I'm like, okay, I'm not a producer. Now, now what? What do we do? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I prayed about it and then like God dropped a person into my heart. Um, his, he's also an artist. His name's Beloved, um, but real name David. Um, and he's a great producer as well. So I just sent the song to him and he was like, yeah, I want to do it. So um, he kind of added the whole body of the song and mm-hmm, just kind mm-hmm. of made it what it is today um and yeah it was just a time where like i needed the song myself um so yeah we're able to release it i i think it released on my birthday i can't remember um or it got played on the radio on my birthday and oh, then wow. released on the first of january um so yeah it was just a perfect song to like kind of start the year with um just knowing that god goes before us mm-hmm. and yeah, just reminding those who who listen that God is faithful, and um, there's also a, a quote that um, uh, an older lady kind of like told me about, and it's like at the beginning of the year, like I don't know how it's to describe it. So basically, it's um, she used to get postcards from Windsor Castle, and okay. it always had this thing on it, and it was like um, how God stands at the beginning of either the beginning of the year or the um, the beginning of something um, and kind of like reaches out his hand into the dark or something and like says that you can trust me, basically like I'm butchering this <laughs> paraphrasing. Something nice and fluffy. Yeah. yeah, but no, it was it was actually something to do with Take My Hand that kind of inspired the song as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, that was just a reminder for me, just knowing that, you know, we can trust God carrying us and, and leading us even when we don't see where we're going. Um, so, yeah, that's kind that's of really beautiful. I love how you say that there's sometimes where Jesus calms the storm and there's sometimes he doesn't calm the storm, but he's calls us to walk it, he literally calls us to walk on it. Wow, that's really beautiful. Um, yeah, that's one of my faves from me. I think it's one of the, no, it kind of be one of the first I heard it from you. Maybe just stands out in my head. Um, yeah, I mean, just the final song that I would like you to talk a bit more about um, just as we kind of get towards the end of the interview. Um, and one theme that there is within you as an artist is you're a big collaborator. Like a lot of your songs, if not most of them, yeah. have like a collaboration on them. And I think that that just speaks to the type of person you are, where you are very collaborative and you want to share and encourage people. And it's really beautiful. And I love that about you. Thank you. This song, um, you know, stands out because it's bright yellow cover art and everything. And I'm a big, okay, this is a thing, yeah. Other people don't care about cover art. I care <laughs> about cover I love good cover art. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, we have done series on cover art at SheHH because we love cover art. <laughs> but um, this song is called Honeycomb. Yes. Can you tell us about Honeycomb? Yeah. So um, it was a song by Christian Singleton and myself. And yeah, we just become good friends over social media. So I had found out about her through a song that she did with Austin. Is it Sebek? Sebek? I don't know how to pronounce her surname. Sorry, Austin, forgive me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they did a cover of The Blessing. And I just remember hearing her voice like, wow, she's incredible. Um, and I'm shameless. So I reached out and I DM'd her and I'm <laughs> I just love like, I think you're great. Though. You're so great. <laughs> I was like, I think you're great. Like, yeah, you're amazing. So we became good friends and... Um, she would just often send me like demos and things that she's working on. And she came up with the guitar part and just like the oohs and the ahs in the backgrounds. And I was like, this is really good. Can I write to it? And she was like, sure, of course. Um, and I kind of set myself the writing challenge to write a song that doesn't have me, I, we, anything like that. Wow. It's just 
focused on who God is. Um, Because I also needed that at the time. I was just like, I would love to have a song that just reminds me of who God is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I kind of made it as like a question and answer type song. Um, And yeah, so I wrote the lyrics and came up with the vocal arrangement and Christian at first was just like, I'll just produce it. And I was like, no, 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 you are going to sing on this song. <laughs> yeah, because she's an amazing producer. She did yeah. a lot of um, the stuff for the album as well. Yes, the collaborative project. Yeah, mm. so she's been amazing. Um, so yeah, I had to drag her by force into singing this song. Um, and she did amazing singing with me. Um, and yeah, so it, it just kind of came like the honeycomb. That that was the part that came to me first. Um, just like how the word of God is is sweeter than honey. Because I was like, okay, so obviously it's in the Bible there for a reason. Mm. Um, like, what am I missing then if I don't see the sweetness of God's word or if I don't I see. see like the beauty of who he is? It's like, I want to see more of that. I want my eyes to be open to that. So I started digging and like, that's where the words came from. Like who created the, the depths and the height, who severed the day from the night. Starting from Genesis and just kind of, working my way through the word of God and um, picking out different aspects of of God and his character that I think like should be highlighted. Mm. Um, And yeah, so it kind of came out of that place of like working together and just being friends. And um, yeah, so we kind of worked on that and we finished it. And um, it was actually my friend, Danny, who I'd known from Cardiff where I'd studied, um, who drew the artwork and then my brother kind of digitalized it because she did the just like physical drawing on paper and then my brother was able to transfer that into the cover art that we have now so team effort yeah very good always (laughs) always got the family involved always got yeah Yeah, you do yeah I love that Um, (laughs) it keeps you grounded as well and it also the encouragement from people that actually love you yeah um so when people are saying whatever they want to say it's like (laughs) the people that love me around me yeah um honestly praise we could talk forever um yeah because we talk all the time like literally over dms all the time (laughs) um or on whatsapp and stuff like that and I'm very just so blessed to know you like you're such an encouraging kind genuine person oh, thank you and I think in this industry finding people like that not that it's rare like cause, you know especially Christians in general like we all we all tend to be nice but mm-hmm. you're kind and that's different I think kindness has a depth to it depth to it where it's like you don't you don't do it out of expecting it to be reciprocated and that makes people want to reciprocate it because it's just genuine um and so yeah I'm just very excited to see the things that are coming from you and where that will go. Um, and so is there anything exciting on the horizon that is really just like, as you think about it, you're like, oh, this is coming soon um, that you would like to share? Yeah. So, I mean, we're continuing with the um, Songs for the People project. So we've got some songs that are nearly finished and just about to be you know, put out into the world. So I'm really excited about that. And yeah, in general, myself, I'm also working on music and Yay! more collaborations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and working with friends and people that I've just been seeing from afar mm-hmm. and just thinking, oh, never going to happen. But then God is like, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And yeah, I'm excited about what's going on with, with Amen, with um, the creatives chat like the the females creatives chat that we've got going and yeah I'm just excited um for everything that God's doing in the Christian music space in general especially amongst the independent artists and um yeah it's exciting times 
And who's one person you would love to collab with? Like it might maybe not mention some don't mention someone you're going to collab with that's yeah. coming out soon. <laughs> but someone that you would love to collab with and yeah, that hasn't happened yet, but you know, I wanna have like a record so when it yeah, does happen, yeah. we're like Actually, that. <laughs> Um there are so many. Um but I'd I really love this band called Red Hands. Have you heard of them? I have, yeah. They're just incredible. That would be like that's why I'm giving something all the way out there that is like if it happens, happen, it's though. just the Lord. When, so I don't know if you know when she speaks. Yes. Tommy, she mentioned them as well. Like there's quite a few people that are like They're so good. In that, in that space. Yeah. Like that could happen. I would love for that to happen one day. So you heard it here first. <laughs> you literally heard it here first. No, amazing. I literally could go on. I'm going to <laughs> rein it in but um I would just love for us to know and this is something that we like to tell our, or ask our artists or people we speak to um at CHH we very much were born from a vision that God gave us and so that vision has driven everything people see and hear from us but also things you will see in the future and some of the um, exciting you know ideas that God blesses us with that we then are able to work towards and we're very big on legacy. So I would just love to know, like, what is something you would love, you know, way, way, way in the future, um, you know, that people will remember you by? Like, what is that that kind of important message or life giving thing you've done or, or said that you want people to remember you by? Hmm. Um, I think probably the main word that comes to mind is service. Um, like, I don't want to to be seen as a person that is just kind of like climbing over people to get to mm. wherever like I want to be known for serving people and it's not even about being thanked or like you know being put wherever it's just that behind the scenes like I'm able to do things to to help artists get to where they need to be or create opportunities for people especially with the unique opportunity that we have as like having different platforms that can help artists like I want to be that one that is like yeah okay so they started off from here but they ended up way over there because like someone believed in them and someone Mm -hmm. pushed them forward and even now like by God's grace I might see an artist that um they don't even have a Spotify but they sing exceptionally well or they're great with production and I'm just like I want you to work on this song with me I want you to be involved with this and be able to create opportunities for people Mm. um because I think especially as believers like it says in the word of God that we ought to see other people more highly than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not about diminishing yourself or what God has given you, but it's just recognizing that as the body, things function well when everyone is doing what they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. doing. So if someone's slacking, you're just like, okay, come on, let's do it. Let's go. go. Like do what you're (laughs) supposed to do. Um, Because that blesses me then. It's not even about like, you know, sometimes we have cliques or we have people that are going to benefit us or whatever, but there's something to be said about giving something to someone who can't pay you back or can't that part can't return it to you because I've had that done to me. So it's like yeah. it's um, a blessing then to be able to to share and to just help each other because we're all after the same goal, which is what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, if you're if you're running somewhere else, then that's you. <laughs> but if we're all you know on this same road, on the same goal, wanting to glorify God, then um, we ought to be encouraging supporting each other um so yeah that's i'd say that service that's so beautiful i love (laughs) no that was so beautiful and yeah i really do see you on on that path on that race on that journey um towards that or just continuing to do that i should say thank you so much praise for speaking to us um for getting to 
know you a bit more in this interview and just yeah I think you're super you're just a super kind approachable person so <laughs> make sure to check her out on socials and if you're an artist to hit her up she's a good person to know trust me <laughs> um but yeah thank you for being on the podcast thank you I love being here with you thanks <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on Instagram at shehhpodcast.